Hello, everybody. Welcome to Young Satire Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Corwin, and today is another solo episode. I guess you could say I'm on a solo episode streak. I'm liking them, but soon I'll have some guests on. But for now, here I am with another solo episode. I missed you guys last Friday. Last Friday was, why was I about to say Easter? Thanksgiving. Last Friday was Thanksgiving. So should I talk about my Thanksgiving? Sure, why not? All right. On Thanksgiving, my mom took all devices away. And then I just chilled out with my family, just immediate family this year. No elderly, no uncles and aunts. It was sad, but it was a very chill Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing much to report regarding Thanksgiving. In the past two weeks, let me think. In the past two weeks, nothing again. I mean, right now, we're at a really tame part of the year. I feel like event-wise, happening-wise, I mean, usually at this time, so many things, so many movies come out, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Of course, that's not happening this year due to COVID, but I think it's sad that we don't get all these new pop culture things. But for now, I mean, let's just do whatever with what we have. All right. So can we talk a little bit about our Spotify wrapped? All right. Mine is incredibly embarrassing. So I'm not going to say it on here, but let me tell you, it's, oh my God, I just don't even want to say it. Okay. But it's whatever. But I mean, to anyone who had young satire podcast in their Spotify raft, thank you. And if you want, you can send me a DM with it, with the screenshot of it. And you could be on the Young Satire podcast Instagram story. That could be really funny. What's in store for us today is I think I'm going to do a book talk slash book review about Majesty, American Royals 2. And then I'll answer some of the questions I got on Instagram. And other than that, I feel like I'll just talk. I'll think about things to talk about. And of course, we'll have term time at the end. I might bring back some BuzzFeed quizzes. You know I love taking those. And yeah, let's just get into it. All right, so Majesty by Catherine McGee. It was the second book to American Royals. I finished this book around a month ago. Um, I just didn't get time to talk about it. It was good. I liked it a lot. I feel like I talked about it briefly in a podcast episode, but today I'm going to do a really thorough book talk, or as thorough as I can be. Um, But Majesty was really good. Not as good as the first American Royals book, which I would recommend a million times, but Majesty was a good next step into the story. It ended... The first book ended... And a complete cliffhanger. So we needed something 
to pick it back up. And I think Majesty did a good job of picking it back up where it left off. But I don't know. I just felt like more stuff could have happened. I wish the book was longer so they can fit more action into it. But I guess you could say the second book also ended on a cliffhanger, which is good news because I couldn't see it ending after Majesty. There needs to be a third book. And I'd be happy to read a third book about this. I'd be happy to read a fourth book for goodness sake. I really love American Royals. It's so good. But Majesty, basically, I mean, the same exact concept as American Royals 1, which I've talked about. It's basically George Washington's ancestors and how they're royalty in America. Like, this is just a fictional thing where if America, if America had a monarch. And so it's just all fictional, but it's really good. And there's lots of twists and turns all throughout the story. And basically it switches perspectives every chapter. And I like that a lot because then you get a, at first it's a bit confusing because you're like, okay, when you first get used to the characters, it's a bit confusing. But once you're used to the to the switching perspectives, then it just becomes natural. And I like books switching perspectives, like the book Wonder. I'm sure all of you, I mean, everybody should read the book Wonder. It's really, really good. But um, that switches perspectives too. And I like that. So if you like that, then you should read American Royals. And then after that, read Majesty. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say Majesty was as good as American Royals 1, but if you read American Royals, you can't leave it at that cliffhanger. And if you read it, you know what I'm talking about. And so you're just, you're almost obligated to read a second book. And the second book, not as thorough, I feel like. It was more like um, an explanation, I almost like, in American Royals 1, there was a lot of drama, but there wasn't an explanation to a lot of the reasons why, and I think that is, it tried to explain what happened in the past, before, before American Royals 1 took place, and then it was just more detailed, but not as much drama, which of course, that's what makes the book interesting. And I think also, I can tell how much I like a book based on how much I read it. I read American Royals in six days. And that was like a 450-page book, something along those lines. But um, Majesty, which is like 390 pages, 375, somewhere around there, I it took me like two weeks to read. And I think that just shows how... It wasn't as good, but guys, if you read the first book, read the second book. Um, any other books? I finished the book The Mall by Megan McCafferty, and that was a recent release, I think in June or July this year. It was mediocre. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a harsh book creator, harsh book reviewer, but... I don't know. I didn't absolutely love it. 
I, it was a fast read. Like I could flip through pages and be like, oh, wow. I just flipped through 50 pages in like 40 minutes, but it was easy to read. Didn't take me a long time. It was a pretty short book, only around 300 pages, but I don't know. It was a pretty boring concept, I'd say. It was very, it was basically about these people in the 80s and how they work in a mall, but they want to find this treasure under the mall. But it sounds more fantasy. It's not at all. It's just like a joke. They're going to find the treasure. But along the way, they just like get into stuff with people. Like they get into fights and not like, yeah. Well, you should just read it. It's came out pretty recently, um, but it's good. I, if you are like, ah, oh, I don't know what to read, but I have like a short, if you have a short amount of time and you're like, I don't know what to read until let's say you have a, a new unit in the LA class next week, then just read that book, The Mall, and then you'd be in good shape because it's a pretty quick read. I feel like every so often you need a book where you can just fly right through it because, I mean, I was reading Becoming by Michelle Obama, which I've talked about a lot on here. It's just a lot. It's very dense. You need to take in a lot while reading it because you don't want to miss a detail. And that's the thing. And also, like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Becoming, the book is so tall. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. But, like, you know, it's all are very good books. But I think that circling back to the mall, you should read it if you want. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. A bunch of times, but I think it's pretty good. Okay, now I'm going to move on to some of the questions I got. I'm just going to answer one of them because I want to have lots of time to do BuzzFeed quizzes, and I'm going to try and keep this relatively short today. But um, okay, so a question I got was recommend Netflix shows, and here I am doing that. So, from the last podcast I released, I finished Gilmore Girls. Woohoo! It only took about, um, like, seven months or eight months. But it was such a good show. And I've now started A Year in the Life, which is basically four movies. They're, like, an hour and a half episodes of each season. Ten years later, I believe. And I've talked briefly about this before. So if you go to a couple episodes ago, maybe your last episode, I talked pretty in length about Gilmore Girls. Yes, I did. Last episode, someone asked me, what's your favorite TV show? I said Gilmore Girls, and I went into length about this. So you can go back there if you want a thorough explanation. But basically, I finished really happy about it. And the person who sent me this question, I know you've already watched Gilmore Girls. But to anybody who hasn't already watched it, watch it phenomenal but also some sad news (sighs) january 1st brings sad netflix news we're losing two shows two well we're losing many many shows many movies but two notable ones that i know i like and 
It'll be sad to see them go. But the office, the office is leaving. So pl- the office is leaving and Gossip Girl's leaving. And both of those, I mean, I love The Office. I've watched every episode. My brother's watched the entire thing like four times. It's a really good show. And Gossip Girl, I mean, I know people who love Gossip Girl. So, I mean, what day is it? Today's the third. This will be coming out on the fourth. So, I mean, you have like three and a half weeks. Binge while you can. It'll be sad to see all these shows go. But there's an incredibly long list of shows and movies. Like Pride and Prejudice. I really wanted to I really wanted to watch that movie, but it's being taken off Netflix. And the list is long. Oh boy. But none pop out that I see immediately, but Oh, how the Grinch stole Christmas is going to be taken off. And this is just sad news to all, but I think that while you can, watch The Office, while you can, watch Gossip Girl, and also watch Gilmore Girls if you haven't. Let me think. Any other shows that people have watched that people loved? Oh, The Vampire Diaries. A lot of people like that show. Um, I've heard good things about it. I've never watched it myself. But I'm just throwing stuff out there. I mean, Grey's Anatomy. I know a lot of people who like that show. Personally, I have no desire to watch it. But if you want to see doctors running around with drama, like, then it might be for you. But then there's also stuff like Glee and um, The Good Place, Riverdale, stuff like that as well. So, I mean, all you need to do on Netflix, go on to Netflix, scroll on to popular on Netflix, and it's basically popular shows. I don't know what show I'm gonna watch next. Still thinking about it. But, I mean, Gilmore Girls is going nowhere, so if you have not watched Gilmore Girls, I would recommend that the most, because then you would be able to watch it and take your time. Because if you start The Office right now, there's nine seasons. You can fly through the episodes pretty fast, but, like, it's not going to be easy to finish on time. So, I mean, up to you, but those are just a couple TV show recommendations. Moving on to my favorite thing ever, BuzzFeed quizzes. Let's do it. All right. To get in the holiday spirit, let's check off all the holiday foods that I've eaten. This is just more of like a a warm-up, might I say. All right, I've eaten candy canes. I've drank eggnog. I've eaten gingerbread. I have had Christmas cookies. I've eaten peppermint bark. I've had shortbread. I've had a popcorn tin. I've had mixed nuts. I've not had yule log. I've not had sugar plums. I have had cranberry sauce. I have not had hot buttered rum because I am... Here, I'll just skip all the alcoholic ones since I am 13 years old. I've not had Yorkshire pudding. I've not had stolen. I've not had figgy pudding. I've not had fruitcake. I have had a peppermint mocha. I have had pecan pie. I had have ginger snaps. I have not had toffee pudding. Excuse me. I have not had marzipan, pavlova, pizzellis, and I have had chestnuts. All right. It, it didn't even show. Oh, show me my results. 
Okay, I got 13 out of 27, Holiday Yum Meister. There are a few key flavors you look forward to during the holiday season, but you won't go out of your way to try every cookie in the Christmas cookie aisle. You're right, but also, I don't grocery shop for myself. LOL. Alright. Okay, this one could be good, considering I'm a Gen Zer. 12 quizzes for anyone under the age of 36. Now, 36, that's pretty far away from me, but let's just do it. Okay, this TV trivia quiz will separate the Gen Zers from the Millennials. Let's see if I can do it. Oh, boy. All right, let's try this. What snack was Cat Valentine obsessed with on Victorious? Was it candy corn, jingle jingle, fizzle rocks, or bibble? Hmm, I'm going to give you all a second to think. I think I think it's bibble. I was right! Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm just going to scroll past this one because I have no idea who these people are at all. Okay, this one is super easy. What was the name of Teddy Duncan's best friend on Good Luck Charlie? Was it Ivy Wentz, Luna Wright, Quinn Smith, or Angelica Law? I'm going to give you a second to think. Alright, if you don't know this one already, it's Ivy Wentz! Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to quit this game. Obviously, I'm a Gen Z, and I don't know the specifics of old disney channel shows but i will move on to some other random buzzfeed quizzes per usual all right your starbucks drink preferences will reveal if you've been naughty or nice let's do it choose a cake pop chocolate chip cookie dough chocolate birthday or peppermint brownie totally going with chocolate chip cookie dough okay choose a frappuccino peppermint toasted white chocolate mocha mocha cookie crumble or cafe vanilla i'm gonna have to go with toasted white chocolate mocha all right pick a cold coffee Salted caramel cream, Irish cream, pumpkin cream, or blonde vanilla latte. Um, I never had any of these, but I'm going to go with the blonde vanilla latte because it seems more mild tasting. All right, choose an iced tea. Iced guava white tea, iced peach green tea lemonade, iced London fog tea latte, iced matcha green tea latte. What do I mean the iced matcha green tea latte? And if my sister's listening to this, which I hate to say it, I doubt she is, it's so awful. I swear to God. It's the worst ever. I'm going to go with the ice guava white tea. Okay, choose a cream drink. Creme. Choose a creme drink. Okay, technically it's supposed to be pronounced creme because of the accent. But we can just call Yeah, I'll be fancy. Choose a creme drink. Caramel brulee. Creme. Pumpkin spice creme. Vanilla creme. Cinnamon, cinnamon dulce, dulce creme. Excuse me, I'm out of whack. All right, let's do pumpkin spice creme. Pumpkin season always stays. Okay, lastly, choose a hot chocolate. Peppermint hot chocolate, white hot chocolate, hot chocolate, salted caramel hot chocolate, peppermint white hot chocolate, toasted white hot chocolate. I've never had a toasted white hot chocolate, but I'm picking it. I'm nice! Oh, you've been nice this year. You're generally a super positive person who keeps people feeling upbeat. You're not perfect but you're always looking for ways to be better. Santa is proud. Can you teach us your ways? Sure, I can teach you my ways. Oh, thank you, BuzzFeed. You're so kind. All right, let's take a look for another one. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Let's do this. These are the best 59 Christmas movies of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. How many have you seen? Okay, check off every Christmas movie you've seen. 
I have seen it's a Charlie Brown Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, um, Little Women. I didn't realize it was a quis- Christmas movie, but I absolutely adore that movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into it though. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, A Christmas Story, A Muppet's Christmas Carol, Elf, of course, Claws, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Christmas Chronicles, Arthur Christmas, Christmas Car- Carol. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Um, hmm, Santa Claus. Wait, there's Christmas in Connecticut? I feel like I've heard of that before, but I live in Connecticut. I should probably watch that. Alright. Um, hmm. I guess I'm not really familiar with a lot of these movies. But I've also watched Home Alone, which... Oh, this is sad. I checked 16 out of 59. You haven't seen most of these Christmas movies, but you don't care. You'll get around to watching these classic flicks one day. I will. You know what? I will. One of them was Little Woman. Thank goodness. That gave me a nice boost. Okay, last quiz, unfortunately. But I am going to continue the Christmas theme and take the quiz titled, We Know Which Classic Christmas Character You Are, Based on the Tree You Decorate. All right. What color lights are you putting on the tree? White, red, blue, purple, green, or rainbow? I'm definitely doing white. Okay. Choose some candy canes to hang on the tree. And it shows different colors of candy canes. I'm going to go with the class... Mm-hmm. I'm going with the first one. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go... Yeah, first one. It's like maroon and white. Okay, which ornament will you hang up first? It shows photos of ornaments, but... I think I'm going to hang up this green one with a bow with stars. Very pretty. Ooh, choose your favorite ornament to hang on next. There's a disco ball, an earth, a gnome, a guitar, a snowflake, a little snowman. I really love this earth one. All right, next, pick a food-related ornament. Okay, a donut, a mushroom. Let's go party. And it's it shows some really cute ones. I'm going to go with the donut. Oh, choose a sentimental ornament. And it's basically just angels and, like, snow globes and hearts. I'm going to go with this bottom silver angel. And finally, pick a star for the top of the tree. All right. Um, hmm. Actually, usually in my house, we usually do an angel on the top of the tree. But I'm liking this gold one. Oh, I'm the Grinch. Oh. Oh my gosh. Okay, the Grinch. You are determined, clever, and passionate. Though you have a bit of a hard exterior, deep down, you are brimming with kindness and love. Well, I guess I'll take that as a compliment then. Unfortunately, we are nearing the end of this podcast episode, but don't fret just yet. Ooh, don't fret just yet. That's a little bit of a rhyme. All right, but don't fret because we still have term time. Woohoo! All right, today's term time. Alright, I guess I'll leave it up to Merriam-Webster to initiate this term time. Harbinger. Okay, today's word is harbinger. And harbinger is something that gives an anticipatory sign of what is to come. It's basically a person or thing that announces that something else is coming. Or it signals that something else is coming. Um, so I always try and come up with a situation where you could use it. So the next time... You're whispering to someone in public and you don't want others to hear. All you do is get a harbinger. And then they're like, hey, 
the harbinger is like, hey, someone else is coming. And then you zip your lips. So, I mean, I'm still questioning my my example there, but it will, it'll do. So, I mean, use the word as you will, but I mean, this is a pretty good term time. Alrighty, I mean, to say so myself, of course I'm biased. Like, of course, every term time is just the most fabulous term time ever. Okay, but anyways, uh, it's the end of this podcast episode. Thank you all for coming this far. I love you all. Um, you know, follow the podcast Instagram. You can subscribe. You can follow on Spotify. You, you can subscribe on Apple. Follow on Spotify. And I think you can follow or something on Google Podcasts as well. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can do whatever you want. Um, recommend it to a friend if you dare. And send me an Instagram DM if you want. Alrighty. Thank you all. Bye.